Hypocrisy line one, hypocrisy line one. One of the problems if you decide to become a member of Woke United Methodist, you can only wear the mask for so long. Whether it's the Covey mask, which most of us normal people would prefer you to keep that mask on. Have you seen some of these oak tree worshipers? Most of these people make Jamel Hill look like Miss America, back when it was a pageant exclusive to beautiful women instead of being an inclusive pageant open to anything with a pulse. In public, graduates of Woke U, they pretend to be caring little sheep. We want what's best for the community. Let all immigrants into the country. Free college education for everyone so we can churn out the next generation of useless bums. Free health care. Dan should not have to pay for God's mistake to become Fran. Free housing. Free cell phones. Free food. Free, free, free. If you remove that sheep mask, you figure out that most of these people are actually wolves. They don't mind free health care as long as it doesn't affect them. Your taxes will go up, the quality of your health care will diminish, but the elites, the rich people, they would remain unaffected. They love illegal immigration as long as the problems that come along with it remain on the border states. Most of these causes pushed by worshipers of the oak tree have absolutely no effect on them personally. It only affects you. But it's funny how their tune seems to change when those issues they fought so hard for literally end up in their backyard. Steph and Aisha Curry are strong supporters of Joe Biden. During the Trump administration, Steph Curry refused to visit the White House after the Golden State Warriors won the NBA Finals. Why? I guess because it was called the White House. Steph Curry, he had been promoted to lieutenant commander in the Army Against Mythical Racism. It would be a bad look for him to visit a house described as being white. During the presidential campaign in 2020, the Currys, they publicly endorsed Joe Biden. We must end the mythical racism and divisiveness being promoted by the Trump administration. The Currys love people of all races, except the orange race. I thought it was rather ironic considering the fact that Donald Trump, who's been in the spotlight for, what, over 40 years? Donald Trump has never been hit with a racism scandal. No leaked recordings, no video. Joe Biden, on the other hand, he has been caught on multiple occasions using racially insensitive language. Yet Steph Curry, the supposed fighter against mythical racism, chose to support Joe Biden over Orange Man Bad. Aisha Curry, she was front and center discussing what she called the racial inequality and social injustices in America, which I thought was strange since Aisha Curry grew up in Canada. What the hell would she know about growing up in a supposed racially charged America? Not to mention the fact Aisha Curry, she claimed that she was not accepted by the black community. Back in 2019, before it was cool to promote mythical racism, Aisha Curry claimed the black community in America rejected her. Watch it for yourself. So actually growing up in Toronto, I always, I, 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 I was black. I'm a black woman. Um, I moved to the South, to North Carolina, um, right at the start of high school, so at 14. Yeah. Um, and there it was like, you're, you're, um, 
like where who do you choose but I've always like loved every part of me and there it was yeah. like no like you you're gonna go here you're gonna go here but then it seemed like my own community didn't want to like wrap their arms around me and embrace me um and so that kind of hurt what a strong woman. I don't know about you guys, but I am just so inspired. Even after supposedly being rejected by black people, Aisha Curry is still fighting the good fight, making sure her community succeeds. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Steph Curry. He has been a proponent of equality. Ooh, equality. We are all equal. Yeah. We are not equal. You have the ability to make shots from anywhere on an NBA floor. I don't. Three years ago, Steph Curry was part of a roundtable discussion with other NBA legends. They were talking about what they called subtle mythical racism. For example, if someone tells me I'm well-spoken, I'm an eloquent speaker, I take it as a compliment. People of all races, they compliment me all the time for my ability to put my thoughts into words. Now, if you tell Steph Curry he's well-spoken, it's not a compliment, it's subtle mythical racism. Watch it for yourself in this clip, but the most important part, at least as it pertains to this video, is what Steph Curry says at the very end. Pay close attention, it's in the final few seconds. Steph Curry says it very clearly, we need to see everybody as equals. Roll the film. If somebody knows how to be articulate, if they know how to so well spoken, come into a room, so well sit at a room, is it he's so like that that that's the the subtle racist racism and prejudice that yeah. kind of starts to add on itself. And if another white person hears that comment, they're going to think the same exact thing, and that's not going to trickle down to anybody else and have be able to create opportunities for somebody else to get in that room and prove their value, prove their worth, and so. It's just sh shifting perspectives and, again, holding everybody accountable, whether it's a private conversation, whether it's a tweet, whether it's a video, whatever it is, to do the right thing, no pun intended, but to, to see everybody as equal. Now, obviously, in this situation, he's talking about racial equality, but the movement that he supports, they're talking about true equality. We used to call that socialism, but that term has too many negative connotations. Plus, equality, it just has a nice ring to it. We are all equally miserable. I could keep going, but you guys get the point. If you didn't know anything about Steph Curry before watching this video, you now know he believes in mythical racism and is a fighter for the black community. Now, with that being the case, I'm wondering why Steph and Aisha Curry are fighting so hard to stop a government housing project being built literally in their own backyard. Steph Curry lives in Atherton, California, a suburb of San Francisco. The state of California, they are leading the way in the fight for true equality, with the city of San Francisco as the captain of the welfare squad. A couple of weeks ago, the city of San Francisco floated a bill that would give long-term black residents $5 million each. We want black people to experience what it's like to receive money that you haven't earned. The evil white man has experienced this for generations. It's the black man's turn. In the spirit of equality, the city of Atherton, they decided to join the woke welfare. Steph Curry lives in a $30 million mansion. That does not sound very equitable to me. 
Lazy Larry, he's living in a cardboard box. Gary the Garbage Man, he sleeps in the back of a WNBA dump truck. We must focus our efforts on fixing this inequity, right? The city of Atherton, they submitted a proposal to build 16 three-story townhomes on one and a half acres of land directly behind the mansion of Steph Curry. Now, land in Atherton, it's expensive, sells for around $8 million an acre. With $12 million being spent on land, the other $18 million can be allocated to building these extravagant townhomes for needy families so true equity can be established. Unemployed Ursula, she can sit on her front porch waving to the three curry kids playing in the backyard. Hell, maybe they'll become the type of neighbors that babysit the kids so the curries can enjoy a nice dinner date. They can enjoy their favorite woke delicacies. I hear Steph prefers the woke wiener, but they can enjoy it in peace, knowing their kids are properly taken care of. But there's just one small problem. The curries are against equity. All of a sudden, when equity presents itself in their backyard, the Currys have a real, real problem with it. Stephanie and Aisha Curry wrote a letter to the city of Atherton opposing this project, expressing their concerns. They said if the city approves the project, they want gigantic walls built on the property line to prevent their friendly neighbors from peeking into their backyard. That doesn't sound very friendly to me. That doesn't sound very welcoming. It's also ironic that Steph Curry mentions walls. I thought that he supported Joe Biden, who campaigned on being anti-wall. So let me get this straight. You don't want walls on the southern border preventing illegal immigrants from entering the country. But you do want government-funded walls around your mansion preventing the people you supposedly fight for, your own community, from peeking into your backyard. Oh, equity at its finest. I did some research. With the Currys being fighters for their community, yet opposing a government housing project in their backyard, I wanted to know who benefited the most with government housing. According to the National Low Income Housing Coalition, 45% of the residents in public housing projects identify as black. So here we have Steph Curry opposing housing that would directly benefit the community he supposedly fights for. It also got me to wondering, since Steph Curry is anti-mythical racism, and according to the deacons at Woke United Methodist, the only people that can be charged with mythical racism are those evil white men. So it got me to wondering, who are Steph Curry's neighbors? Who does he choose to live around? Who does he choose to surround himself with? Where does he raise his family? Steph Curry has hundreds of millions of dollars. He can choose to live anywhere in the country, anywhere in the San Francisco Bay Area. He can drive over the Golden Gate Bridge, live in Oakland, which is 25% black. He could choose to live in the East Bay, North Richmond, 33% black. Richmond, 27% black. But no, 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 no. Steph Curry chooses to raise his family in Atherton. Atherton, California is the wealthiest zip code in America. Median income, a quarter million dollars a year. If you're making 150 grand in Atherton, you're probably living below the poverty line. 
There are 7,200 people living in Atherton, California. How many of them are black? <laughs> 124. I would imagine half of those have the last name Curry. The hypocrisy is real. Now, to be fair, if I'm Steph Curry, I would not want a government housing project in my backyard either. But I'm also not the one pushing to defund the police. I'm not the one supporting Joe Biden. I'm not the one pushing for gun control. I'm not the one claiming America is filled with racial inequities, then opposing government ideas to make things more racially equitable. It's okay for racial equity to happen in your backyard. Steph Curry, he just doesn't want that shit in his backyard. But give me your thoughts. Steph Curry, Aisha Curry, wrote a letter to their city, vehemently opposing a housing project in their backyard. Doesn't sound equitable to me, but what the hell do I know about equity? I'm not a shit fuck. You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.